Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights here with Scott Prusia, Sports Marketing Director for Panini. We're doing another of the dueling questions format, which is unscripted, I think unedited, and I am perhaps unprepared for somebody that knew me 20 plus years ago, what he might ask. Uh, so anyway, Scott, welcome to the show, but thanks to other sponsors, not just Panini, who is uh, Scott's employer. And uh, there's also Beckett Media, uh, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, where Scott used to work, as well as ComC.com, Burbank, Sports Cards, Rob Veras, Mike Fruitman at Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Chris Ivey, Heritage Auctions, Bill Huggins, Huggins and Scott Auctions. Oh, yeah, and there's another couple of card companies, Tops and Upper Deck. But today, I'm with my favorite company for today, which is Panini. I'm trying not to play favorites, but I've got a lot of good friends over there. So Scott, uh, you've uh, listened to some of the previous uh, Dueling Questions episodes. The format is you ask me a question and I try my best to answer it. I'm not sure what you're going to ask. And then I ask you a question that may or may not be related. So I won't say hit me with your best shot, but uh, uh, I'm, I'm easy. I'm going to give you a softball. Uh, uh, pitch one up here. All right, there we go. I want to know where, what was your first job? What was, well, two questions. What was your first job that you remember having and what was your first job in the industry? Wow. My first job. Well, my first job probably out of college was the first thing I got paid for, for very much money was being in the army. Really? I was a, I was a second Lieutenant. So I was in, ROTC and I that, that's the first thing that was kind of something that could have been a career that I started and you my first job, yeah yeah Lieutenant, Beckett, Lieutenant Beckett. Yeah, you gotta listen to all the episodes Scott to, to pick up. that's in there somewhere um in fact that may have come up with Rich Klein uh, asking one of his dueling questions the other yeah. part of it was uh, what was my first job in the hobby I think my first job was collector but I also very quickly became a dealer and a show promoter and uh, you know and Gervis and I started the first collecting club down here so that was way predates any publishing activities, but I guess I'm best known for authoring the the books and the price guides and the and the other stuff. But first of all, just being a collector. Did the paint from Superfans stain my face? Yes, it did. By the way, You're out of order. It's not your turn for a question. <laughs> Let's say you've already worked for a price guide company. Okay. You've already worked for a card company. What if one of the what if the NFLPA or NBA one of the entities out there said, Scott, we want you to uh, come work for us. We're going to make you an offer you can't refuse. <laughs> if they did that, what would you change or what would be some of the first things you would do if you had some autonomy over either football or basketball in the way they handle this category? Because you've been on, I don't, I'm not calling it a three-sided table, but you've done the price guide thing. You've done the card company thing. What are the licensors not doing that they could do that you could help them with? Man, that's a good, that is a good question. Wow. I mean, I have, I've been on both sides or, or I've been on all sides and, and I work closely with those guys. You know, I mean, that's a good question. I mean, we've, we've done so good in educating those guys to where, when I first started, it, it was, it was challenging. You know, photography was what you showed, what you could and couldn't show has, you know, has changed. Man, you stumped me on that one. I, I don't know. I'd have to think a little bit because they do such a great job. I mean, I, you know, maybe, maybe promoting the category a little bit more. We tend to, I think, get lost behind the apparels and video games sometimes, and and yet we generate so much revenue for them that I wish it was maybe a little bit more front and center, that cards were more, you know, integrated into the into what they do because they are so popular, um, and they are they, okay. the category is such a big deal for them. But probably that, you know. Okay, I'll save this for a follow up. Your turn. <laughs> 
follow up. All right. Uh, or do you want follow up right now? Cause it's really related. To yeah. Follow. All right. Go so ahead. Follow up is if you were football or basketball, how seriously would you consider an offer from another entity to come in and compete with Panini? Ooh, I mean, the, there's a lot of criticism of the <laughs> fact that some of these sports have only one card company license. And I, you know, be, I've been on both sides. You know, I, I've been on both sides of it. You know, we, when we started, when I came over to, to Donruss, there were four football manufacturers. But my and, point, it's, and I, I'm kind of out of time for my question. This is kind of like overtime for my question. But so you're saying you're fine with the, you think they're making the right decision. Absolutely. I, I mean, when you have more, you, you you look at it one way. When you have less, you know, yeah, the criticism is we don't have any competition to whatever. But let me tell you something, and you know as well as, as anybody, and you know some of those people in that office, the competition is in, internal. You know, they are always pushing the envelope to be better. And so I, that doesn't bother me. Good enough. Your turn, Scott. Oh, man. You know, I, I, I man, I, I can't wait to see you. I can't wait to ask you a million things. And now that I'm on the spot, I don't know. So what is your favorite sport? Like, did you like to participate in? I played more I baseball, behind you, up, but... baseball uh, played a lot of basketball growing up, uh, you know, backyard football kind of stuff, not any kind of hockey on skates or anything, a little bit of, I would say my favorite sport to watch in, in person is now basketball. I mean, I've got the same seats I've had for 30 years that you, that you remember. Oh, 30 years I, them. I, I hope them. I can go back and, and, and use them next year. I hope there's a season. So football, I prefer to watch. I love watching football, but I, my preferred place is uh, on the couch, you know, watching on TV. <laughs> baseball, I love, but, you know, I just wasn't going to that many games. I, I really enjoy the playing of baseball. I played a lot of baseball and softball, fast pitch softball. So that was, that was a lot of fun. So that's, that's good. Hockey, I mean, I'm just kind of a fan and I'm not as much. It was one of the reasons you were hired as, and brought in on hockey is that hockey was my least, uh, the sport I knew the, the least. And I still knew a lot more than, way more than the average guy, but not compared to somebody that was really, really into it. And so I always wanted to have a strong uh, hockey team within Beckett Publications. And thank you for filling that role. Apparently, Beckett Publications was a stepping stone in your career, Scott. So that's, that's good. My turn. Your turn. All right. You came way. up with it. You were a super fan. Where did that come from? Did you think of that? Did you, did you get, get approval from Pepper or Jay or Fred? <laughs> you just show no. up at the office one day in a crazy zoot I just, yeah, I showed up one day and was like. And what Halloween? No, actually. Was it actually, Halloween? It's a pretty funny story. So Mark Harwell, believe it or not, had the idea of, of coming up with this campaign. And it was based on super fans. And so we, we drove over to a field. Not far. I, I can't remember what school it was, but it wasn't far from the Beckett headquarters. And we got a whole bunch of employees and we took this picture of it was supposed to be like fans in a stadium or whatever. And me, Tracy, and there was one other guy. I can't remember who the other one was. And we dressed up as these super fans. And so we were on our way over there. And I was just like, you know, I saw this as an opportunity to just to make my mark. Right. I go back to the market myself. So I bugged him and I was like, man, let me paint my whole body. Let me go crazy. And sure enough, I, we painted all up and, and we took these pictures and it was really cool. And so when we were done, I went to Mark and I just bugged him. I was like, let me do it again. I'll do whatever you need me to do. And, and he was just, he kind of looked at me and was like, you know what? Okay. I see something there. And so for like the next year, I did like a monthly ad and, and yeah, I was, I just, I would, you know, paint up and go do stuff and, they dressed me up with Christmas lights and yep, I would do all sorts of different things. And I just saw it as an opportunity about marketing yourself. I saw it as an opportunity to kind of bond a little bit with Mark and then, you know, show you that I had different things other than, than uh, analytical skills. Right. You, I can, you do realize I never approved that. 
<laughs> Never. <laughs> no, I don't. I had no, no I'll idea. Mark. Was, I'll, I'll, I'll blame Mark. Yeah, that was anarchy. That was anarchy. I did not run a tight ship. <laughs> your turn again. Question. What? What one thing from your career at Beckett did you keep or or means the most to you? What, what thing or what? Yeah, collect, what one thing? Like, is it one thing that you have in your possession right now that, from your time at Beckett that you're just, you're super proud of, that you have on the mantle, that you just, you know, that that's your thing? I think it's more the relationships. I don't, I don't know that it's, even though I'm a collector and I got lots of cards, but I really think that's what you carry with you is the relationships. I don't, I, do I have a plaque uh, in my cabinet? Well, I mean, like, you know, you have, like the first copy Oh, I got all that stuff. It's not as meaningful as is the you know the kind of the ongoing uh, relationships, and that's the beauty of it. Is that when I sold the company, I I really was selling the an aspect of not myself, but I mean it's just you know the the company was sold, but I got to maintain the relationships. Actually, I didn't have to do payroll anymore, so I just it's the best of both worlds. I get to be friends with people instead of just the the, the boss. So uh, I know you did when you sold the company. What's the one thing you kept though? I mean, you had to have kept. Oh, okay. One thing I kept that, that that was just a throw-in in the deal was the company card collection, which originally had been mine. But yeah. the card library, and I've had so much fun with that over the over the intervening years in trying to bring a, you know additional order to it or kind of know and get rid of stuff that's not meaningful anymore. But that's provided an awful lot of fun. And that was a throw-in in the 11th hour of, do you want the cards? I said, well, no. I, I said, I absolutely want the cards that used to be mine. And they said, well, how do you know which ones used to be yours? I said, well, a lot of the older ones. And they were thinking, well, that must be the, the valuable ones. And so, yeah, I guess we're not going to talk him out of that. And so, yeah, you can have the cards. And I didn't realize then when it was written up, it was all the cards, you know, which was not big. And the sports art, which I, that was, you know, now that you mentioned it, that was really meaningful to me. That Roberto Clemente painting for Bart Forbes and some of the other Yankee fantasy with uh, Ruth and Gehrig and DiMaggio and Mantle. Again, from Bart Forbes, a very noted artist, and that those have some value. And some other, and the Mickey Mantle painting. That, I guess that's and that 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 stuff is. I guess you've been over that stuff that's in my uh, in my deja vu uh, boardroom that I have. So there you was, go. All right. See, that, I got that, it out of you. Yeah, pull it out of me. I kind of forgot, but like I said, there was I I, I have you know maintained pretty much all the relationships, which has been really awesome. really cool. Okay, now, now to go back go back to your question and loop loop back to your question. I still have the cape and the shoes. From the super fan. I don't have a hat, I don't think. Scott, that's uh, that's my property. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said you didn't approve it. I don't no, know. I know. It's, uh, that was, uh, that's, uh, I'll tell you work, what, I'll sign, that was, I'll sign work, one of the shoes and mail it to you. How about that? That was a work for hire. That's a work for hire. You produce that, will you? So that that needs to get, actually, I think that was totally of your own initiative. But I, and uh, actually, I have your car, I have your one, uh, this would be a good trivia question. You are one of the few people that has, Two cards on my wall of fame. What? Wow. You have, there's a thousand celebrities up there. They cover all <laughs> different sports, but I have a Scott Prusia game used. Um, yeah. I think it's, I think it's Panini. And, yep. and I have one of the original super fan cards. Yes. And it's yeah. slab because all those cards are slabs. So you're up there twice. <laughs> and that is a my kids a, have one and they're just like, that's you. That that is, right. That's right. I was skinnier. I was much skinnier back then. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not going to get into that. Um, <laughs> what uh, is your turn or my turn? Because we got one more, one more. Okay. okay one more. Uh, you were uh, around, you were, you were there. And in your origin story, you talked about the transition from Donruss to uh, Panini, but you also observed you were no longer at Beckett Publications when Beckett Publications sold 
can you compare and contrast, you know, my situation or how it happened for, for the Beckett publications going to Beckett Media compared to Ann's situation? Because they're both, you know, yeah. kind of an individual owner that sold to a, a more corporate type entity. Yeah. Uh, in, a, in a positive way. I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus, but it's really difficult to sell something that you're that you're like Ann was very involved. She was, very, you know, I don't think I was paternalistic and I don't think she was maternalistic in a bad sense, but obviously there was, there was one person there. So was it, can you compare and contrast that? Just, just it, it, in my opinion, it was, it was completely different. And, and I say that because I remember when you sold the company and it hurt, I mean, like it hurt like me personally, and I wouldn't even work in there, you know, cause your name is the company name, yeah. you know, Ann was behind that company and you know she had it, had it had changed hands a couple of times and then she had you know started playoff in 92 and then acquired the donner's names and stuff like that and and she was she was headed down a, a different path i mean she was into the bible quest stuff and that was where her passion was headed right. and so she wanted to focus on that so it was kind of a different situation where it was like it she knew it was her time to go and and she sold the panini whereas again this is the outside looking in you may have been ready to go, but your name is the company name. And, and so, and when, when I heard that that went through it, it, it really did hurt me because I was kind of like, man, that is the guy. He is the one behind that. And so, you know, as far as where they, the past they went down, I think it, it was different. I mean, Panini is incredible company, you know, they globally have just, an, you know, such a wide base. Whereas like, I'm not in the day to day for Beckett. So I don't know necessarily that part of it, but I say that's the difference is that okay. and, and it was it was time for Ann. Whereas I don't know about you personally, but I don't think you it was ever your your name is on the company. It's never Jim can't go. Yeah, well, I I did. Uh, times <laughs> I got I mean, I know you're trying to talk me back into it, but I'm back into it as a podcaster and delighted to have you as a guest today. Thanks, listeners. Still enjoying this. And uh, you know, I miss some of the aspects of uh, the old Beckett publications and uh, working with Scott and others, but yeah. you know, time moves on and, uh, and I'm happy where I am. So thanks listeners. Thanks Scott. Be back again tomorrow with another episode.